Hey guys, this is Ahimi and Fonshaw here, a 300 level law student of Lagos State University, and this is Taiwo Kenyan Musumola, a 400 level, a penultimate <laughs> law student of <laughs> Lagos State University. <laughs> and a wizard, of course. <laughs> okay, welcome to the 11th episode of IP Talks. And this episode is tagged. The jury episode. <laughs> we'll be discussing all things intellectual property law and jury. Welcome to IP Talks, a podcast for everyone, most especially intellectual property law enthusiasts, creatives, inventors, and business owners. We strictly discuss intellectual property law-related matters and how it affects you and I. IP Talks is brought to you by the Intellectual Property Law Society of Lagos State University. And it is hosted by the IP Talks gang. Yeah, so before we dive into the whole issue, I would really want us to listen to the previous episode tagged, the foodie episode, and also listen to the subsequent ones. So let's move into the matter now. Now, I'm sure we're all familiar with the term jewelry. I mean, we all have jewelry in our possession. We have our necklaces, we have our bracelets, we have our rings, and basically we all have jewelry actually. So one other thing I would like to make mention here is do we know that this jewelry can be protected under some aspect of um, intellectual property laws? And then, now I'll be asking Funcho this question. Are you ready, Funcho? Yes, I am. <laughs> right. So, um, I would like I would I would I would, I would like to ask you this question: Is what aspect of intellectual property law is jewelry protected? Okay. Thank you, Taiwo. The thing about jewelry is that it differs depending on what jurisdiction you're focused on. In Nigeria now, it is covered by the Patents and Design Acts. But if you're looking at, at a country like India, it is protected by two separate acts. That has the Copyright Act and the Design Act. So it depends on where you're focusing on. In Nigeria, for example, that's Nigerian Patents and Design Acts. You have to register your jewelries. Many people might not see it as important, but the fact is that when you spend several months working on a certain design, then after doing it, you just find that someone else has copied it. How do you feel? Has your work been worth it? If you've spent so much resources researching it and someone else just sees it for five minutes and copies it easily, that's why you need to protect yourself. That's the purpose of registering your design. Okay, you mentioned copyright. So how exactly does copyright protect your jewelry? Okay, I'm going to be answering that. So she mentioned the fact that um, jewelry can be protected under Copyright Act and the Design Act, and that is related to the law of India. So <clears throat> first of all, I'd like to define what... Um, this term, this particular term, under the Copyright and under the Design Act. But before then, it is, it is very important for us to understand the difference between an artistic work under the Copyright Law and a design under the Design Act of 2000. So artistic work include, among other things, a drawing, any, any sketch at all, any, any sketches at all. That's, that's what we call artistic work. While design is probably a pattern, ornament or composition of lines or colors applied to any article, whether in two-dimensional or three-dimensional. 
Okay, so you're saying that um, copyright protects my jewelry if um, I actually sketch down my design. So why do you think these laws are not applicable in Nigeria? Why do you think um, copyright laws does not necessarily protect your jewelry design? Or do you think it does? Well, the thing is that these laws vary according to jurisdiction. Nigeria has its own set of laws and has created an act that works for this particular issue. And I've mentioned the act already previously. Yes. That's the Patents and Design Act. So we have some certain criteria that your work must fall under for it to be protected. Okay. The first one is that your design must be new. Okay. And for your design to meet the newness criteria, there must not have been any identical design made already. Perhaps you took, you know, with quotes, inspiration from someone else's work. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you so much, Fusha. So I think um, I kind of understand it. So the copyright itself does not necessarily protect the jury in Nigeria, mm. but the sketch or the... Um, the drawings for the jury. But in other jurisdictions, it is recognized as one of the rights actually protecting the jury. Okay, so um, I think Funsha will just give us a breakdown on the laws in Nigeria that protect your jury. That is um, under the Copyright Act. Okay, sorry, under the Patent and Design Act. Under the Patent and Design Act, there are some certain, certain criteria that your product needs to meet okay. before you can be, before it can be registered. For your work to be protected, it has to be registered. So I already mentioned the first one, which is newness. You can't take, with quotes, inspiration from someone else's work and do the exact same thing and try to protect it. It's not going to work because the work is not new. The second thing is that it has to be original. So... For it to be original, it has to be independently created by you. I already mentioned it, not something that you've seen somewhere on the internet and you're like, wow, this design looks good. Can I, oh, I just wish I could make it for myself. Then you go ahead and you create it for yourself. I want to sell it industrially. You could get sued first thing. Mm -hmm. And if you don't get sued and you, and you decide you want to protect it and you take it to, you take it, they say you want to protect it, you know, you want to get it registered. You won't be able to register it. And it's someone else's work. Someone that buy, buys it from you, you will just put yourself in a lot of in a lot of drama. You'll be in a lot of issues. Exactly. Then the design must have your individual character. Meaning, if it's more similar to something else, there must be something that differentiates it from the other person's that own. That makes it your own original work. Exactly. Something that makes it yours. For example, now something someone makes something round. Yours is oval. Okay. You see, there's something that differentiates it. Mm -hmm. The person makes theirs with crystals. Maybe yours is with diamonds or it's with some other type of material. There's just something that distinguishes it. And not just in functionality, but even in the look of it, in the aesthetics, there's something that differentiates that. Anybody that looks at two of it, the two of them, even if it was brought in front of a jury, they can say, oh no, this is clearly an original work. Mm -hmm. They are different things entirely. And also, it must not be something that is dictated entirely by the technical function of, the, of it. 
For example, now your design, it must not just be about the function of it. It's more, what we are trying to protect is the aesthetics of it, meaning the yes. look. You can't come there and say, no, you want to protect how the earring closes yeah. or how the necklace closes. That no. means it becomes a pattern because you are protecting the functionality instead. Exactly. So to protect the design of it, it must be the aesthetic. When someone looks at it, what do they see? You're trying to protect that. And also, it must also not, the design must, must not include any official symbols or emblems, such as, let's say, the national flag or coat of arms. So are you saying I cannot make a chain and put the Nigerian flag on it? You can, but you can't protect it. Wow. So that means if you have jewelry with Nigerian, because I've seen a couple with Nigerian flags, coat of arms and everything, it's not subject to um, protection under industrial designs. Yes, it's not protected because it's something that it's particular to the whole country. Mm-hmm. You can't just personalize it. It's not yours. Exactly. The Nigerian flag is for every single Nigerian, meaning every single Nigerian has the right to put the national flag on their jewelry. Mm, okay, okay, okay. You can't claim it as yours. It doesn't work that way. It makes sense. And the last rule is that the design must not be something that goes against um, public order and morality. Okay. For example, now you make a design of a earring, you know how you can, or a chain, you know how you can make it into words. Mm-hmm. Then you say something like, um, in Nigeria now, for example, where, um, swear words, or even homosexuality is not okay. allowed in Nigeria. And you go ahead and say you are pro gay or something like that. Oh, so well, if you have, it goes against a public morality on your. On your uh, your jury, it goes against public morality. It depends on what your m- rainbow flag is about. That's where menstrual comes in. Intention also comes okay, in. Okay, okay. So you can't go something. You can't put something that goes against public morality on your jury. You can't do that because Nigeria now it's clearly against Nigerians' public morality for you to support it being gay. So you now um, put it printed, I am gay. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> you can't protect that. <laughs> okay. Obviously, our laws need to evolve. So um, thank you very much for that breakdown, Funsho. I think we've learned a lot. Like, you can't protect Nigerian flag or, well, outrightly put an emblem that is against public morality and then subject it to the design act so now we will try to i would like put it be neutral and compare and contrast against another jurisdiction and for this episode we are going to be using the indian jurisdiction so taiwo is going to give us like a rundown on the rules that guide um jury in india thank you very much for sure and thank you everyone for the opportunity. Now I'll be talking about <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so I'll be talking about um the laws in India that protects jewelry designs. So before before I actually do that, um I, w- I was actually explaining something earlier that copyright protects sketches while the um design act protects the pattern. Yeah. So for instance, I'm going to make use of the analogy function once made. So if you Let's take, for instance, you, you have you have an idea of probably a statue, and then you need to make a statue. A statue. The sketching of the statue is protected under the Copyright Act, while the statue on its own, the making of the statue, the design of the statue is protected under the Design Act. However, um, there are other things that we need to also look at. Now, when, when we talk about jewelry design in India, 
the design now for instance the statue is protected under the design act only when you've registered it if you've not registered it then it cannot be protected under the design act it will rather go to the copyright okay. act okay that makes sense and this also has a condition actually you cannot just say you want to protect this um this uh, jewelry design if you've you've manufactured this or or let's say if you've um made it more than 50 times wow are you serious so if i sketch it here and then i make another sketch again that's already two times gone no this is talking about a design actually so if I, wait do you necessarily mean that once i produce it and i reproduce it again mm. so if i'm like christian dior now in india mm. and then i make the first neck piece and then I make another one. Mm. Once it's 50 times, I can no longer protect under the Design Act. Yes, you can no longer protect it under the Copyright, copyright Act. Act. Okay. And let's not forget that the Copyright Act, what I mentioned earlier was that the, the Copyright Act protects the sketches. Okay. So now we're talking about the design now. It has been manufactured. Factured. So if, it's, it, if it has been manufactured more than 50 times, then it can no longer be protected. What if I manufactured only 50 at once? It is still 50 times. <laughs> yes. Are you serious? Yes, it is still that's, 50 that's times. interesting. Yeah. So if I made a sketch, it will not be subject to copyright protection if I make it 50 times. This is not a sketch, actually. Ebony, you're missing this up. Uh, okay. <laughs> Explain to me properly. Now, a sketch is supposed to be protected by copyright. By copyright. Mm -hmm. So now, we're talking about the design. The design. Mm -hmm. It is only when the design is not has not been registered that it can be protected under the copyright okay, act. Okay, 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 okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's only then that it can be protected under the copyright act. And even when it's protected under the copyright act, mm -hmm. you must not have made it or manufactured it more than fifty times. times. So, for example, let's say you've manufactured probably the design now. You made it more than um, probably twenty times. There is still room for you to um, to get it protected under the copyright that. But then, if it is more than fifty times, then anybody can use the design. Anybody can come up with the design, even if they copy the design. It is nobody's business. Okay, so I think it supersedes Nigerian. Like it is more superior to Nigerian law in a way. Yes, sort of. Because you just forfeit your design if you do not register it under Nigerian laws. Mm. But here, there's an avenue for copyrights to still protect it. Yes. So, what implication do you think this has for people that naturally design jewelry? Well, over there in India, there was a particular case. Actually, we had two different cases. I mean, I'm going to compare and contrast those two cases because they have different outcome, outcomes. So there was this particular case about a... Okay, there was this particular case, Panda Jewelry versus Aya 24K. These people, they made one gold plate, sha, for their <laughs> deities and religious... Oh my God. If you watch yes. Z-World, you can probably relate. You know now, all those God stuff that they have in their temples and all that. So they made it. They didn't protect it. But of course, you know how it is now to get protected immediately under yeah, copyright, copyright Act. Very nice. Even if they did not register it under design, it was protected by Copyright Act. So someone else copied their design. And it was held that since they had not made, up, made it up to 50 times, it was still protected by copyrights. Mm. And those people will be liable. Nice. They were okay. still protected. But as compared to this other case, Ritika Private Limited, <laughs> the name, <laughs> and Biba Apparels. So these people, they made a particular piece of clothing. But instead of them to protect it under the design act, they didn't protect it. They just left it, so it was protected by copyright acts. But instead of just making a few pieces, 
they decide to manufacture it commercially. Okay, so like thousands. Probably. They made it way over 50 times. So the court held that it was not protected by the Copyright Act any longer because that had been made over 50 times. Hmm. So anybody that copies their work would not be liable. So you're saying that they cannot, after they reproduce it like 50 times, they can no longer register it under Design Act again? Well, that's a difficult question. Okay. Has somebody else already copied it? Okay. Has somebody else already registered it? <laughs> Has someone else already gone to register it? Okay. Okay. These are very, very interesting issues, my people. So, like, it's very, very fascinating that intellectual property law covers, like, a wide range of things. So, your famous Christian Dior um, diamond necklaces, probably kept in a vault somewhere, might actually be enjoying copyright and um, design act protection that is preventing another person from cloning it. Do you guys get like, so that's why I feel people cannot just wake up in the morning and clone it and make copies of it because they are protected under intellectual property law. Yeah. Okay, so um, uh, I think Fusha will give us the process of registering your jewelry in Nigeria. So if you have like a very unique design, because I believe that there are a lot of creatives listening to the mm. podcast yeah. and um, you design jewelry, you design um, necklaces, or you make them yourself, you actually entitled to intellectual property law mm. protection. And there are ways you can actually go about it to make sure that another person does not exploit your rights. Especially in the cases of um, bigger companies, we've seen cases where the bigger or mother company try to, um, how would I put it, predate on people that are not so popular and take advantage of their designs. So if you fall into this category, you can easily just protect your design so that this does not happen to you eventually. Okay. Oh yeah, there was something I forgot to mention. You see all these people, you know, you're doing Insta blogging, you're on the Instagram, Twitter, whatever, and you think you post your products a lot. Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. If you've not protected your products, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they can easily just, especially under Nigerian law. Especially under Nigerian law, Patent and Design Act. If you've not registered it, once you've posted it online, you've posted it anywhere, maybe on your blog, on your WhatsApp status, you sent it to people's DM, you know. Once come you've done buy, that, come and buy. <laughs> Another person registers it. Exactly. You Once, it. Even if the person does not register it. Really? Yeah. You can't apply again for... You can't apply for registering it when you've already um, spread it out. The world has it already. Oh, really? That's interesting. The world, the world has it already. <laughs> what are you trying to protect anymore? <laughs> now, anybody can actually copy and get it. Ah, of any. It's now free. It's free for the world. So, the way to register it, it's actually quite simple. You just need to file an application with the Registry of Trademarks, Patents and Designs in Nigeria. I did mention that once you've already advertised this in your brochure and all that, you can't, it's no longer considered new. Yeah. Which is one of the things that you need to consider before you can get it. So, don't just publish your designs without exactly. registering it. It becomes part of public domain. domain. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, once it's been six months, after, once it has already been six months after such exhibition, for six months you've been doing anticipatory. Everybody, my product is coming, anticipate it, send it to people's DM, you know, every day. My product is coming. Once it's been six months, it's no longer protected. That's when it gets into public domain. domain. Okay. Then, once you've applied, 
in the Registry of Trademark Patents and Designs in Nigeria. Your, the protection that they've given you will only last for five years. <laughs> so please don't make the mistake of thinking it lasts forever. Never, never like copyright. <laughs> because once it's, it's already a deal over five years and you're thinking you're still protected, then you want to sue someone to court over copying your design. You waste your money. It can only be protected for five years. And after that five years, you go and register again. You renew it. Like trademarks. Exactly. But the issue with the renewal is that you can only renew it two times. What does that mean? You're only protected for 15 years. Meaning any money you want to milk out of it. Make it fast. Make it out of years. Make it within your 15 years. Because after the 15 years, you have no protection. Somebody else can go ahead and register it. Somebody else can go ahead and start making money. copies of yeah, yeah, start making money off of it because it's no longer protected. The same way, you know, we already know about books and different things and how long they are protected. When it gets a certain limit, you can't be protected again and anybody can make money off of it. Mm -hmm. So do it while you can. Yeah, lovely. Sorry, and just a very quick advice for you. See, this podcast you are listening to for free, I would really want you to take actions because the law is that ignorance of the law is no excuse so that you know now see that somebody already copied your That's design nice. and then the person has registered it and you are at a loss because this is actually your idea so why shouldn't you protect, protect your idea so please if you have any design anything you would like to protect kindly protect it kindly register it to avoid story that touches the exactly. earth. <laughs> because you never know. You never know who is going to stumble on your design or who is going to exploit it. The internet is so wide these days and people have yeah. access to information anyhow. So you could easily be exploited. All right. I'm sure you guys had a lot of fun on this episode because it was such an enlightening episode for me, especially in the jury aspect. Funsho and Taiwudi did such an amazing job explaining every single thing we needed to know concerning protection of jury in Nigeria and how to even register and protect it. So if after this episode, you still have coconut egg, you can see that there's something wrong with you. <laughs> All right. So Taiwo, Fusha, do you guys have anything else to say? Not much. What I can really say is protect yourselves. Yeah. You don't want to live in your gets. <laughs> you don't want to see that your jewelry is selling for six million dollars. Do you oh. understand? The jewelry you spent months working on. Exactly. <laughs> you can imagine the shock and then you are like, why didn't I do this? So you don't just regret. Quickly protect that now. All right, that brings us to the end of the episode. It was such a fun episode for me. I really enjoyed recording this. Uh, and I'm sure you guys learned a lot as much as I did. So don't forget to hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and I'll leave the link in the description below. But if you want to read more on intellectual property law and trending matters going on, how you can educate yourself, you can visit our blog post. So that'll be all from us. So see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>